0: Welcome to Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. For more information on how CertainPath can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And take away another or two. Deb and Amos, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I greatly appreciate your time. I know you guys are very busy, which is a great thing. But uh, for those of you who haven't had the pleasure of meeting you at an expo or a training, could you kind of share with everyone your names, your company name, and where you guys are located?
1: I'm Amos Fox, and our company name is Fox Plumbing Services Incorporated. We are Uh, Out of Sarasota, Florida.
0: Very good. And And who's this young lady next to you?
2: I'm Deb Barkley.
0: Deb Barkley. Very good. And she's also... And Deb, your role in the company is...
2: I'm the office manager.
0: And also related to that guy next to you, right?
2: I am. He's my father.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. And actually, that's a big...
1: We we pretty much have a a small family business, although we do hire outside the family, but uh, basically a family business. Um, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or not, but I started- Oh, that's all right. At 94. And then a couple of years ago, I semi-retired and my son purchased the business. So he's the owner of the business now. And uh, so we're still working as a team.
0: That's great. That's great. So you still have your hands in it. I mean, it's your it's your baby. It's like one of your children, right? You've been with it, you said since nineteen ninety-four. Yeah. You're just help ushering the next generation to let them take that, it another step forward.
1: That is correct. And it's my pleasure to do so. And I'm also training my grandson in the business.
0: Oh, that's incredible. To
1: clarify, semi-retired means he still works
2: forty hours a week. He just doesn't have to do all the other stuff. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, for a small business owner, I'm sure it's nice to finally work only 40 hours a week, right? Yes, and I'm taking a
1: great reduction in my hours. Yeah.
0: That's great. That's great. Well, we're talking not just because it's a great and, and interesting family story. You guys have done really well the last couple of years, at least the last couple of years financially. Devin kind of shared with me when I first approached you guys about doing this. Um, share as much as you're, you're willing you're, you're to share. Uh, what have the revenue and kind of profit numbers look the last couple of years?
1: You want to go on or... No, go ahead. Um, yeah, we we were time and material for many years, and and for many years I was looking at a program to uh, do more of a straightforward pricing system that we have uh, now, and it was. Like when I started my business, I pushed the pencil hard, you know, tried to not deceive myself and what the possibilities are. And when this program came along, I thought it, it, it's a winner. Mm-hmm. It had flexibility built in. Yeah. It was like starting a new company. That yeah. mindset was totally different than time and material pricing it was a little scary we had a successful company at the time but time and material catches up with you because people accuse you of uh, charging as much as a college professor when they see that uh, they don't understand the costs that are involved and the, the labor rates that you have to have to be profitable yeah so this kind of covers that with component more like component pricing where everything yeah. is priced in and and the customer knows the price ahead of time. So immediately we saw a great profit jump once we made the transition. Right. And it has been more so every year uh, for a small company. We have maximum right now. We have two trucks on the road. We have two uh, helpers, and then we have a part-time guy that does gas for us. Okay. But we easily jumped over a million dollars a year total income. Yeah. With with about a thirty five to forty percent net profit. pretty good. We've been doing that that consistently for the third year. Yeah, for three years now.
0: That's amazing. That's and when we
2: came in at time and material Um, we were at 20% pretty much every year end, which when we came in and when we did our first training day, they said that's the goal they set. So we're starting there. So we did have a profitable business at the time, but we, we could set our goals higher.
0: That's great. Well, and not only the goals, it sounds like you guys wanted less headache. You know, with time and material, Amos, as he said, you know, people are always staring at their watches or now their phones and, yeah. you know, oh, and if you got to run and get something because you got that one odd part that they need. And, and I, I, I mean, as a homeowner, I've, I've worked with people like that before, and you just can't help but feel that anxiety. But with the straightforward pricing, it eliminates that. And I'm, I, yeah. I'm sure that was a welcome change.
1: It was a welcome change, and one of the things that kept bothering me was my son is a very fast worker and he has a lot of expertise. Right. So now your your best guy is making you the least money on time and material because right and then your slower uh guy is making you more money and it's not even fair to the customer that way because right. the slower guy takes more time so at at the hourly rate you're charging the customer more for yep. less expertise and not really getting what you should for the for the best guys in the company.
0: Yep, that's absolutely right.
1: So this kind of equalizes all that out.
0: I love it. I love it. No, that's great. Well, I mean, this is a great way to start the interview. It's just a nice sales pitch for certain paths, straightforward pricing. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh yes, I would. I would recommend this to anybody.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: It, it is. It is a no-brainer. Yeah, and on oh, our side, it
2: really eliminated so much repetition. I mean, mm. I was drowning in the office because certain tasks had to basically be duplicated um, for QuickBooks, for billing purposes, for all these things. And so this eliminated so many excess office hours for us because right. everything is streamlined. You put everything in certain path. It talks to your QuickBooks. It, You know, we can dispatch from there everything. And so right. that really... Um, took away the need for me to try to find extra hours to work um, to get everything done.
3: Support for this podcast comes from Home Depot Pro Trades. At the Home Depot Pro Trades, our job is helping you do yours. Powered by HD Supply, we are uniquely positioned to help drive your business through unrivaled access to professional-grade plumbing, electrical, and HVAC products and innovative business solutions such as our StockWise Inventory Management Program fully customizable to meet your needs and improve productivity. Our national network of distribution centers and more than 2,200 store locations provide national reach with a local focus, giving unmatched convenience and product availability. We power pros to do more.
0: You're referencing our software. You guys uh, adopted, how long have you adopt, had, had that adopted in the business?
2: September 1st of 2019.
0: Oh wow! So you guys have been with it for a while. You've grown yeah, with yeah. it because it's still relatively new. That's great. Yeah, yeah. What did you guys have before? Was just like a paper system, or or did you did you have something previously?
2: We used uh, QuickBooks desktop, okay. um, and then we kind of found out all at the same time as we were getting integrated with you all that QuickBooks was no longer going to support um, the contractor version. A desktop and we needed to move to online and that was a lot less comprehensive and so we were able to kind of roll into the online QuickBooks and into your software at the same time and cover all the bases and then actually save time and effort at the same time That's
0: great. so you've got less less headache in the office and uh, less headache in the field that's not a bad combination though yeah. Well, very good. Well, let's let's take a, a step back in time. We'll dig more into what you guys do on a day-to-day basis, but I, I, for people that listen or watch, they know I love learning people's stories and how they got to where they are. And uh, let's see, the story of, of Fox Plumbing began, I think you said, what, 1994, Amos? Yes. Very good. What Now, why the decision to, to go into business for yourself rather than just go work for somebody, put your hours in, and go home?
1: Well, I'm kind of an entrepreneurial kind of person over the years, and when I moved to Florida from upstate New York in 1988, I worked for, I was an apprentice, first of I was an apprentice plumber in Pennsylvania in the early 70s. Okay. So that started my plumbing career. Then I had another life in upstate New York for a number of years. Okay moved to florida in 1988 and worked for a plumbing contractor and it didn't take me long to catch up to the new codes and the new environment the new state rules and that kind of thing and it didn't take me long till i was the highest paid plumber in that company okay uh that owner offered me to to run the company for him while he kind of semi-retired and i looked and i I contemplated and I realized that I would fire at least half the guys that were there and start over. Right. And I thought, well, if I would do that for him and there's still a profit margin left, it, there must be some value in starting my own company. Yeah. So I got my Florida master's license and then started my own company. And there was a there's a high-end showroom here in Sarasota that the lady who owned it would refer her customers when she sold plumbing fixtures so the first year my business was much more profitable than being an employee of the highest plumber so i i call myself an oil plumber so i had a nice <laughs> in to start a company yeah because i had a lot of local support so then we built our network from there we don't do any advertising. We depend on our our expertise and our clean and professional work ethic yeah. for other customers to refer us and also contractors. So we have we basically run on referrals, and we're so busy we can't keep up. So we have no advertising budget whatsoever, and never.
0: Did. Wow! 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 I do have to give you credit though. You saw the insight in going into that fixture. Your- store and and making that connection and i mean there's a lot of people that don't think about that they just start leaning on family and friends right away so that helped launch everything. so um so we throughout this you know let's see you met us in 2015 so it's been a number of years you were on your own you didn't have you know another resource like us was it just you taking calls and doing the work or did you have help in the office? Because, I mean, Deb, you're pretty young. So I I don't think you've been doing it for 20-something years.
2: Well, one you that young, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, when, when I first started, yes, I was one of the early people with a cell phone. So I would, uh, my cell phone bill was horrendously high, but it was covered well by the work ethic I had. I was able to do that. So I would yeah. take calls from my truck. My wife uh, was gracious enough to help me out in the office a little bit. We had a dome, I don't don't oh, book. book yeah to do our recording on. I hand we write had, our stuff in. We had a
2: Rolodex. <laughs> we had uh, typed on a typewriter our statements <laughs> and our yeah receivable, and uh, we had handwritten invoices. And um, yeah, when we had to do friendly reminders. Yeah, it was it was all paper at first. And uh, right. we my mom got my mom got all the accounting set up, um, talked to the accountant, got the dome book in order and and then taught me. So I he started the company in 94. Um, In early 95, I came into the office because my mom also had a full time job. Okay. So I was a senior in high school at that time. OK, I would come into the office after work. And uh, I mean, after school and put in about four hours um, so that my mom could train me and then she could get out of the office and I could start uh, doing it that way. And then in 98, we got a computer. Uh, 90. Okay, it had to be 98. So in 98, we got a computer and got QuickBooks. And my mom and my sister-in-law, then future sister-in-law, went to take QuickBooks courses at the The local um, technology school. And so they took some some courses and I was on my way out. I was getting married and moving away. So my sister-in-law then was working with me to take over the office for when I moved away and uh, so she was the one her and my mom that got into quickbooks and i helped them transition everything into the computer so that we could yep. fill things up on the computer before before i got married in 99 okay so.
0: <laughs> and so how long have you been back then deb um
2: i've been i was back multiple times so we kind of as the family changed and grew and um As we were having our children, we would kind of come back and um, just kind of took turns handling everything Uh, for a period there. I have a cousin who took over the office when I lived away from here and my sister-in-law was raising young kids. And then I moved back permanently in uh, August, September of 2014.
0: Okay, so you it's been I it's nine years. It's, it's hard to believe that that was nine years ago, but it is. So you've been you've got yeah. a steadying force in the office since then. So there's been She,
1: she is awesome. She, we credit her with much of our success. she, she uh, learned how to relate to the customers and and even get them to help themselves if they're willing. She' very knowledgeable in how plumbing works. Yeah, and uh, is very efficient in doing our scheduling for us. Right. And stuff, so we can, you know, the whole the whole area of success in a business is billable hours. You can't overemphasize billable hours. So we have a huge emphasis on billable hours. Yep. And so we try to get as efficient as possible, so that the hours can be billed out. I know that like the national average is like 50% of the day is billable. We yes. we aim much higher than that. We aim for at least
0: 75%. Wow, really? Yes. That's a, so you're not spending a lot of time behind a windshield. You're a lot of your mm-hmm. you've got probably a no, pretty close customer base.
1: We try to organize things so that our time is very efficient. And that wow. that's part of our success. Good.
0: I mean, oh, absolutely, it is. That explains uh, the the profit for sure. Instead yeah. of uh, you know third that's that extra ten percent right there at least. Um, yeah. So, Amos, has it always just been you and what one or two other people in the field, or I mean, how did in terms of the, the field force, how has that evolved over time?
1: Uh, the field force over the years, maximum amount of vehicles we had out is three any given time. So between two and three, depending if guys quit and move away or uh, depending on the workforce, uh, I just never felt like I want to get to the point where I need a um, job supervisor, you know, to the level where, you know, we need large companies, but I always felt like I just want to operate a smaller company and get as efficient as possible. So between two and three big, crews out at, at one time. Right. Yeah. Right now we have two crews out with a helper in each uh vehicle with the anticipation of getting them into a vehicle and, and trained enough so they can be out on their own.
0: That's great. That's good though. You know what you wanted right away, early on it sounds like you wanted a small family business. You didn't want to have, you know, these dreams of a hundred trucks. You just like, I want to make money, which a lot of people don't realize you don't have to have a hundred trucks to make good money, right? Right? You don't. And that's just a fallacy.
1: We kind of zoned in on our strong points. Uh, like yeah. at some at some point, as a small company, I got a little spread out by doing well work and that yeah. kind of thing. So I I now sub all the well work out to to another contractor and we didn't do gas until we part-time hired a a guy that used to have a, a company on his own that is a licensed a gas professional so we now do gas piping and have him on as a part-time employee okay. and uh so kind of zone in on our strong points which
0: is yep. service work
1: and remodel work that that's our strong point so
0: we kind of zone in on that okay and now you never oh go ahead Deb.
2: Oh, I was just going to say Anthony came on in 95 or 06. He was still in high school. He was still in high school. I think he was 16 and uh so he's so he's also obviously state licensed. We run the business under his license now, but um so he's been with the company and he never moved away. He never left.
0: Oh, so he's been there the whole time.
1: Yeah, yeah, So he's got 26. I think he told me the other day 26 years of experience
0: as a well. and he's a young man. So 26 years of yeah. uh, yeah, that's a long time. And he it sounds like a go getter like Dad. He could he didn't want to sit around. He's like I got work to do. I gotta go. I, yeah, you guys Dad, handle the interview. He, he's doing a good job. That's great. That's great. So um, I was gonna ask. So you never chased. New construction. You never had the desire to do the track homes and, you know, chase what a lot of people perceive as big revenue dollars. Or did you fall into that trap at some point?
1: I did. Never fell into that because I saw the downside of that immediately. Because yeah. they, they kind of. I didn't want someone else dictating my work schedule or right. whether or not I could make a profit. And uh, yeah. what those. We need those guys, too, so I'm not, not that yeah. saying anything negative, but they try to, to, to get the kind of subs out for as a small amount of money as they can. And then typically a lot of them hold money, and they kind of rope you into their program where it's hard to, to get out of that. And the profit margins are, are low, and the work is hard. And no. I never wanted to get, I want to get paid for my expertise. I'm more, more expert than
0: that. I, yeah.
1: I, that, that reflect who I am as a, uh, contract. I,
0: I think that's admirable. You know what you want, you know, and you know what you like. And I, you know, I've, uh, I've been doing this a long time. I know like, uh, in 08, 09, when the economy really took a big setback, we, Tons of tons of new construction plumbers eventually joined us going, I need to find another way to make a living because I'm a half a million, a million dollars in debt because the general contractor went bankrupt.
1: Yeah, that's correct. That we had a lot of that around this area. We kind of joke around the fact that it wasn't a joke, it was actually very detrimental to those of us who were in the service industry and in the remodel industry because those guys came in underpricing everything because yep. they thought it was as easy as new construction and it's much more labor intensive. So they were actually being a, a real detriment to our established remodel contractors because they couldn't sign contracts because they had too many of these guys coming in and underbidding everything and there was no, no money left. So there was there's a lot of... A lot of bad stuff happened during that time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't understand the importance of value. They go, oh, I'll just do a bunch of smaller jobs, and it'll add up to the bigger jobs. But yeah. soon enough, uh, you go bankrupt that way, too. And yeah. uh, people learn real quick. i you know, rather try and make a, a real living than hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, on the remodel side, so what? what how in-depth do you guys do in terms what like, detail what you do on the remodel side for residential?
1: On the remodel side, our remodel contractors, we do everything. We add footprints to a house where they want to enlarge the footprint of the house and add master suites where they put uh, rooms on top of the garage, the roof comes off, and and they put uh, either a game room with bathrooms and washing machine, whatever, so... It ranges from that to condos where they gut the whole inside of the condo and we repipe the cast iron that's in there and the water, hot and cold water lines, like a whole, yeah. we call it a gut job where we yeah. go in and just redo all the plumbing in there, including new fixtures and everything. We only do the plumbing part of that. Okay. Do any of the remodel uh, yeah. stuff. So we call it our remodels, but we do the plumbing parts of that and uh, so any anything that you can think of that would um, improve a property or a residence uh, we are involved
0: now are you are you selling those and then you're subbing out the rest of that work to to people you rely on or are you does a a contractor have you come out they're selling it and they come to you and ask you to do plumbing duck and you go contractors
1: on typically come to us we have our reliable contractors yep. whenever they do a job they have their team of subs and we're part of that team of subs okay. where we go in and we give the contractor a bid we, we bid everything yeah so we give the contractor our pricing we typically provide the fixtures and okay. warranty everything for two years after the project is done labor and materials and kind of kind of sell part of it as a peace of mind thing for for two years and uh so yeah we have our reliable contractors we depend
0: right but but you get the margins you want obviously where a lot of people that that do that work they don't they're getting beat up by a general contractor saying well pennies on the dollar type stuff yeah
1: yeah, we, uh, we I never allow myself to get beat up. I know my value, and I know what I want. And if the contractor is not good with that, we, we tell them we can't do the project. So yeah, several yeah. contractors over the years have tried other uh, plumbing contractors and realized that our level of expertise is more than they can get most places. Yeah. and they come back and then realize yep. that we are selling value yep it it might be a little pricier than some we don't claim to be the cheapest guy in town right but we do claim to get uh, give peace of mind and stand behind our work
0: yep dependability right when you've got you yes. want you've got a big project you want to get done for a for a homeowner or whomever and they they just want to get get it done you don't have to wait because the plumber decided not to show up for two days
1: and they want the reputation that the job is going to be done right. You know, yeah. the, the reputation kind of precedes you a lot of times. yeah oh, absolutely. We have a good reputation in the area. When when the plumbing inspectors come out, uh, I shouldn't rat them out, but they sometimes don't really look real close at our plumbing because they know
0: our reputation. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Let's uh, let's let's fast. Well, I guess rewind a little bit the clock to you you found us and in, in 2015 was it just you were looking for a different pricing system was that the big impetus for joining or what what kind of stimulated that I'm ready for a change even though I've got a really successful business
1: well I needed to increase my price my margins were too tight I didn't like the tight margin so I was looking for and I knew I couldn't we were already at $125 an hour yeah, and people were starting to uh, kick back on that. yeah. And I, I knew there's, so I needed a better margin and I, I think that was probably the driving force uh, yeah. that going forward, I wanted to continue to be a successful business and I couldn't see a way through that on time and yeah. material pricing. So over the years, I had gone to meetings and stuff for different programs, and when I found your program, I realized it was flexible. We could yep. we could uh, enter it at a certain level, and then uh, you know we could make some changes as we saw fit, and still yep. work with the program. And that that helped me to decide to go. But I had been eyeing something for years. I, I kind of saw it coming that, that the time material pricing is just going to uh, be obsolete after a while. And, and in my opinion, any anybody that's doing time material pricing is working with an obsolete system. Yeah. Like yeah. SGI was local. So, oh, yeah. I was going to ask about that. We had local support. That, was, like, that was a big one. And yeah. It was a little... But... Everything's fine. Everything yeah.
2: worked out. But yeah. but getting into it, getting launched, at, yeah. we just felt really good about having the local support, which we did. We got things rolling, and then you know, but that was a nice for us.
0: That's an other. That's a feather in the hat. You're like, oh, they're down the street, so some. I don't like something. Yeah. I can just show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you guys came in 2015, so we we didn't move very long after that. I know that that's Dallas, right, yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I'm sorry about that, but uh, I do miss my my flights into to Tampa and driving, you know, along the beautiful ocean as I coasted into Sarasota. I do miss those, but <laughs> a few more flight options from St. Louis to Dallas, so that, that's nice. <laughs> that. But I, uh, I <laughs> but that had to be, I'm, I'm sure that was a, a stunner at the time, but uh, all right, well, very good. So how did you find us? Did someone call you or did you, were you actively seeking something, Amos?
1: Bio. Oh. Oh,
0: Bio One, really?
1: Yeah. We were using a product called Bio One.
2: Sure. And, uh, At the location. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that right yeah. You and I went to Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, Dad, you went
0: to it as well. I did. Yeah. Okay, sure. That
2: cool. this needed to be something that was the field and the office. Yeah. And then, because in the end, it was up to us. To have the whole company on board to see the value and the benefits and we both did right away so That's great. That's
1: great. and the old band kind of had to to pull and tug a little bit because you know change is always uh you don't know what change brings and this is sure. this was a huge change so there was some trepidation there but you know pushing the numbers and everything i said this is something we have to
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're really telling the truth because, you know, we work with plenty of people that are going, I'm not making any money. I'm selling a lot, but I'm not keeping a lot. And you guys were still keeping quite a bit of money, but you had the foresight to go, hey, this isn't going to be like this forever. We need to be on. Um, De- Deb, what changed your mind at, 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 you know, profit day about, okay, I don't know about this to go. Okay. This makes
2: sense. Um. I mean, it didn't take a whole lot. We, every single break that day, we were really powwowing and talking because at that time we were very, very busy and I was struggling to keep up. I was putting in extra hours in the office trying to find more time. You know, I'm raising a family too, and um, but this is our family business, so it matters. So we, we all do whatever it takes. Uh, but it was getting really difficult to stay on top of everything and we could immediately see how many things would be streamlined um, just in the office alone but also between the field and the office Um, even something as simple as contacting the customers Um, that is something we have always you know scheduled our day with a first thing with a tight arrival time of 8 30 to 9 everything after that has a 2 hour window with notice people yeah. love that yeah. but before this that meant that i had to drop everything every time any of the trucks was headed somewhere call the client tell them we're on the way what time to expect um and those little things really add up and rob you of so much work time
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure so you go hey we can get more efficient in all areas of the business right yeah, yeah. so uh so you guys go to Executive Perspective, you know, which is our kind of our onboarding uh, conference for people that are non-members listening or watching. And what what did you walk out of that? I guess it's almost a full week with what kind of changes. You know, we always kind of say what find three things you need to do. Right. Kind of don't. There's so much you can do, but don't don't overwhelm yourself. So you recall early on what were a couple of the core changes like let's do this right away.
1: Yeah, I think we jumped on it pretty good. Um, I don't know.
0: That's been so long. And I, know. I know. Yeah. Was it price? Yeah. Binder in the office. Oh, you got the binders. You got you guys are old school. If you got the binder, <laughs> I think you, meant, you know. Uh, we always talk. You know, if you want to increase your pricing, right? Change your pricing. You have to add additional value. Uh, were you always in uniforms and and had the professional look? Was that was something you guys had always done?
1: yeah we did yeah okay. so I... yeah we were we were uh yeah we were always pretty professional and uh we had i had a <clears throat> uh we went with the red shirts eventually yeah <clears throat> excuse me i had a customer and i used to change colors on the uniforms and I had a professional customer that I had some respect for, and uh, we had the red shirts, and I was telling him I'm thinking of changing a certain color and stuff. He got, no, 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 no. He said, you guys are the red shirts. You have a reputation when you come in. When we see the red shirts, we know there's a level of expertise there. That And he said, you can't change that.
0: Brand, yeah.
1: So I took his advice on that, and it's been a plus. So we identify quite brightly when we come on a job site. And um, we, you know, we carry our reputation in our red shirts.
0: So Yeah.
1: That's great. There's
2: another, um, there's another, uh, he was CEO of a pretty large brand who's a client of ours. And uh, he called the office one time and he said, you know, he said, nobody ever is bold enough to go with red. He said, red is a power color. I hope you guys nice. never change that.
0: <laughs> oh, that's neat, yeah, it is a power color. that's right.
2: So, that's yeah. right and and back and so I think to the beginning of that, too, just kind of stepping back a minute, um the straightforward pricing, I think is probably one of the things that we talked about the most. We saw right away how that would alleviate so
1: much of the. Yeah. Struggled. Yeah. So I think that was probably our number that, one. That that was number one, and we learned. I know at at the classes and stuff, you kind of the impression I got was to be pretty formal with that. Yeah. We have a lot of long term customers that did not care for the formal approach
0: to that. Yeah. You have, so, have an existing relationship.
1: Yeah. So we adopted to that real quickly and and started to realize if we have a new customer, we need to be more formal yeah. and make sure they know the pricing up front and stuff. We have numerous wealthy existing customers. They don't even want to know anything. Just just hand me the invoice and I'll shove you a credit card, you know. So yeah. here yep. again, the spoiled plumber comes in, you know. <laughs> so we do have some of that. Yeah. Well, uh, but, but, but the program itself, it's, it's a discipline, you know, it's an added discipline to your business to be, to recognize that, that you have to to be conscious about the customer and, and what makes them comfortable uh, so that they will repeat the business.
0: Yeah. Did you guys change your, your guarantees at all? I mean, I'm, I'm, being in business as long as you had been, I'm sure you've always been. We stand by our work, but now we're putting it in on paper, right? And 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 yeah. that.
1: Yeah, that was that was you know when we did a, uh, a sewer line blockage, when we cleared a, a sewer line, we used to laugh. Well, not laugh, but I mean it's like the warranty is off as soon as you can't see the taillights, right? Right. right. So Yeah. When we Needed to do a 90-day warranty under this program on blockages, clearing blockages. I like my head spinning. I said, "How (laughs) can we do this?" Yeah. And uh, so we did adopt obviously that policy. And what it did is made us more thorough. We wanted to make sure that we spend enough of time there that we didn't have to come back on our time to clear. And we still don't have to occasionally, but it's kind of priced in that we can do that. So we that that peace of mind in itself is a great thing. I mean, when you clear a blockage uh, and you can tell the customer when you leave, we warranty that for 90 days. Uh, nobody does that. Nobody does it.
0: That, that's yeah. Did you? Uh, do you guys use cam- you guys use cameras as well we with those blocks. Yeah. We don't
1: always use the camera, but, I mean, we have that service available.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can't get through the lockage, you know something else is going down there, so it's time to show the customer. Did you charge for it, or is is it included as a throw-in?
1: That's an additional cost when we bring the camera, and it's priced that way in our price book. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: But you win a lot more jobs when you say, I guarantee it for 90 days, right, than...
1: oh yeah yeah and it gives the customer a lot of peace of mind so
0: and i would i'd argue when you come back when, when you do have to come back they go well they stood by their word right you know i didn't have to call them 12 times and they pushed me off for three weeks and
3: you know to me that's a company i want to do business with support for this podcast comes from moen as the number one faucet brand in north america Moen offers a diverse selection of thoughtfully designed kitchen, bath, and smart water security products, each delivering the best possible combination of meaningful innovation, useful features, and lasting value. Moen strives to be the most durable, reliable, and easy-to-install brand of faucets. Moen leads on pros to help continue to drive consumer innovation, needs, and influence Moen's engagement with consumers in a meaningful way. For more information visit Plumber dynamic air quality solutions since 1982 dynamic has been the leader in designing manufacturing and distributing iaq products to the commercial and residential markets through authorized hvac contractors certain path members receive the exclusive value of the clean air defense system private label to drive your brand in the market you serve our commitment starts with support We provide you with world-class industry-leading technical and communication training, face-to-face and online. Become a Clean Air Defense System Indoor Air Quality Partner and dominate your market. Visit worldclassiaq.com for more information. Something that that is,
0: we take it for granted in, in our industry, but I feel like there's so many businesses that still don't do it is, service fees did you guys always charge a service fee or a you know a, a trip charge when you were going to jobs we
1: yes we always did when we we're on time and material okay. we were doing a 120 dollar minimum
0: oh wow okay
1: that's and uh the first half hour it included the first half hour if, yeah. if something some labor thing needed to be done and and then add the materials but uh when we started here we did what 79 or 80 I, I think it was 70 I think 79 and and we started there's a little uh, complaint thing about 79 so we dropped it to 59 and uh nobody ever says anything no and then
2: there was one point when we needed to increase our our overall price book we bumped up to 69, uh-huh. an immediate blowback. Yeah, immediate. Well, so we we keep our service fee at 59. We yeah. change the rest of the price book to accommodate Pricey. however we need to because they
1: don't complain about that. The service yeah. fee is mean. the only thing. Yeah. So we we try to to get as little you know your initial contact. You want that to be good. Yes. So we we just found out that. 59 is a sweet spot for us. I don't know if that applies to everybody or not, but it seems like it if we different. go higher than that, it that first contact is not as smooth, or not for everybody. Here we just about accommodate everybody. At
0: the yeah. But you did the smart thing. You go, okay, well, we need to generate a certain amount of revenue, so we're just going to build it into the price and make sure we yeah. get those jobs, right? So, okay. that's very good. Did you guys uh, do much training with us early on outside of going to executive perspective? Did you go to any, you know, back then we called it, I think, Learning Alliance, or has it all been kind of self-taught with the tools that we have online and in the books?
2: We only did executive perspective and then the service line on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. We want to
1: come. We just don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very small. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Do you guys, uh, do you guys? I would encourage
1: people to go, uh, (laughs) but uh, don't do as I say, not as I say. Do
0: you you guys make it to expo? I don't know. I mean, there's always like the 1,200 people. uh, It's hard to say. You guys haven't been to in a while?
1: No. no, no. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, well, come on. You got to. Next time we're in Florida, I'm gonna drive you. I'm gonna show up at the office. Okay. <laughs> that's okay though. You're getting out of the program what you want. And that's that's what it matters. You said it earlier, we're not a franchise that mandates you do everything. Uh we're an a la carte system. So if you just want to do this, this, and this, and it works for you guys, then perfect. And obviously uh what you guys are doing is working. That's uh that's all that matters. How about um how about look like club memberships? You know, is that something you guys have? Is that a big part of your business? What do you call it? Uh, We call
2: it, we only do the Diamond Club. We don't do the Lifetime.
0: That's fine. Uh, Yeah.
2: And we have usually in between 90 and 110 uh, club members at any given time. So um, we have several now, about six or eight that are on auto annual renewal. Um the rest of them are um we send out a reminder letter uh every year letting them know that their renewal date is coming up and I would say we probably have about a 98% renewal
0: rate. Is that right? So now will they will they call Oh go, ahead, go ahead. No, please, please, I'm sorry.
2: Oh, sometimes uh they'll move away um and sometimes we'll get new new Customers who move into the area that join so that's where the fluctuation comes in Um, But uh, so we do offer after hours only to them So as we're a small company our business phone is an iPhone And so what I do to make sure that their calls come through is I save the club members as contacts Um, Oh, wow, so they're all saved under club dash their name Um, that way when they call I know it's a club member and I can make sure that they get service after hours, on the weekends, that I can be responsive to them.
0: Yeah. Wow. You. Uh, so what are some of the other benefits of your club? So you said do you after hours, is there any, I'm sure there's some kind of a discount, or or what do you guys all love?
2: Yeah. Their service fee is $49 instead of $59. They have a 10% discount off of every leveled service um, in the straightforward pricing guide. And they have front-of-the-line service. So anything they have that is urgent or emergency, they will immediately get service, uh, whatever that takes. Um, yeah. Sometimes that takes a lot because we're very, very busy and we're booked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But they are the only ones who have access to to that type of responsiveness. Great. So we charge $155.40 for the year. They get a free a whole house plumbing inspection
0: Good. And are they you said you send that letter out or do most people call or are you having to call out behind it to get those
2: things? Uh we don't call out behind it. They do call do. us.
0: Yeah. And you said 98 something percent. That's incredible. Yes. That's an yes. effective marketing piece. Good for you guys.
2: We uh we do the same thing for any water filtration system that we install. We have a reminder system in our computer. We send them a reminder letter every year when they're approaching the 12 month mark um, that they maybe do for new water filters.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. That's great. I mean, so you guys, so you, but those club calls are nice to filter in, I guess, maybe, I don't know what, how, what the seasonality is for you guys in Florida. Maybe it's as snowbirds come and go and, and, uh, you need to fill backfill some calls. I guess it's nice in that regard.
2: Yes. Um, we used to have a lull, I would say since 2020, there's no longer much difference at all between season really? and no season. Um, I know that for at least the first two years, 2020 to 2022, and I think it's continued into 23, there is an average of 100 families per day moving into Sarasota.
0: Just down there visiting some old certain path friends, so uh, it's it's bustling. I mean, I yeah. I uh, drove by the old office and I could barely with all the yeah yeah development. yeah beautiful it's great but uh it, it makes it a little nice as a business owner for sure i bet
1: yeah
0: um let's talk uh let's talk you know dollars and cents numbers a little bit um amos you you strike me as someone who's always had some business savvy you know there's a lot of guys that we talk to or work with that they're like hey i just money goes in and out of an account and when it's in there i'm making money but you know, you've talked about net profit early on. You talk about, you know, is that you've always been had a good business sense? Was that just something that came with you or is that something as a young man you learned or what was that like for you?
1: Um, I don't know where I learned the business sense, to be honest with you. I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't go to school, a business school or anything, but yeah. I was always good with numbers. I, um, yeah, every morning I opened a computer. And not that a lot changes every day on a daily basis, but I go in and just take a look at my net and my numbers and keep that in my head and and know that if the numbers start to change one way or another, I need to adapt to it quickly. And uh, so just, yeah, I've always stayed very on top of the the numbers.
0: Yeah. I I guess the one nice thing with a program like us is we always – and we get a lot of, uh, we get this back from a lot of people that join that are good businesses. They go, I, I, I love the part with certain path or SGI is you guys have KPIs. I need, I, I finally have an industry standard to measure my company against. I know what I should be getting on every ticket. I know what I should be. Has that been something that you guys watch closely? What, you know, your average tickets and closing percentages. And you mentioned billable hours, so.
1: Yeah, we kind of, at our office, at the shop, we have a chalkboard there, and we put our gross sales on at the end of every day. We chart our gross sales for each uh, team that's out there. Yeah, And then uh, we have a, a bonus program set up so that a percentage of the gross profit, or, or the gross sales over the certain number, there's a percentage of of uh, payout to the to the yeah. checks. So it's an incentive. Uh, yeah. it. So we kinda I think we kinda do more of a a larger overview rather than the daily ticket, you yeah. know, because we're we're trying to get past the monthly we have a monthly number that we're trying to meet for each truck. Sure. And then once we meet that, so we're always trying to do the, it's kind of a, a larger mentality of being efficient every day. And so some days are much better than others. You know, occasionally we have a day where we're doing um, warranty work or that, yeah. that, okay. uh, that, yeah. Job site visits or, just things that don't show a lot of profit at the end of the day. So we yeah. we kind of take the larger view, not, not micro view like some companies like to do. And I'm not saying either one is good or bad
0: this That's way. That's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's great. That's great. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about, well, we're closing in on an hour. And I appreciate your time. This has been a lot of fun. I don't want to, I respect your time, but. Wanna talk about the future a little bit. You you've got uh two helpers, right? Your son's in the in the truck, obviously and has been for a while. And your grandson is is a helper or apprentice. Um so what uh you know, and Deb, but maybe this is more of a question for you is you will you're not the next generation, you've been the current and the next generation, right? You've been <laughs> You've been at hell. What what are you guys uh what are you guys hoping to do? You and your brother, are you looking to add more and more trucks? Do you like that you guys are smaller like your dad kept it?
2: Uh Anthony definitely likes the smaller company, uh, for sure. We have so his son, and then we have one other apprentice, which is actually a best friend of his son. They graduated high school together and came on together with us. Yeah. Um and so um my understanding is that he would he would like to keep it at, you know, two to three trucks. Uh, once dad retires, maybe him and the two boys um, is good for him. He likes the way things have been running. And um, his wife, my sister-in-law, is part-time in the office. She handles all of those reminders and things like those, those tasks that are not just the daily tasks. So yep. she works in the office to do that with me. And um, I have uh high school age son who's part-time in the office right now, just trying to see if that's a good fit for him for the future as well. So yeah. um I don't know super long term. I don't know if the next generation will um take a hold and want to take the business beyond. Um, yeah. but we are we are at the very least dedicated to getting each other to retirement <laughs> comfortably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, yeah. You guys keep putting those numbers, you'll be very comfortable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's that's the baseline goal, and beyond that, everything else would be just a bonus if we can can keep it moving forward beyond us. That's great.
0: That's great. You know what I've always uh, told people about us is our organization is we just want to meet people where their goals are. You know, whatever you guys want, we want to help you get there. You know, and and there's some people that want to conquer the world you know more money there's a there's a saying more money more problems right so more revenue yeah. more people yeah. <laughs> more more things to watch and uh as long as it seems that you guys know what you want you're doing a great job of it it's it's really remarkable um just kind of in like i said just a few more wrap up questions what what and if you guys had to summarize what what's SGI's certain path meant for your company during the last you know 5 to 7 years
1: uh, it it has been a life changer. It has been an absolute life changer. Uh yeah, you know, the the margin percentages and stuff, and I know it's not all about the money, uh, but I always felt, you know, I want to get paid for our level of expertise, and I feel like we have a, a high level of expertise, and we... We work hard, we have a lot of investment, and I basically think we deserve to be well paid, and uh, so we go out there and and we get the job done, we do our warranties and give peace of mind to our customers, and uh, so uh, it's been an absolute life changer to be able to, to create that kind of margin for us and and compensate everybody to a comfortable margin. We're all working hard, and uh, so then our bonus structure is is a little boost, a little plus uh, every month if we can meet that. So it just works out great. I have nothing but great things to say about our transition to this company. Yeah. So
0: you would recommend, uh, yeah, I'm sorry Deb, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say, I, I totally agree. I have always loved this job, um but just since the transition i love it even more i i it's just something i look forward to every day and i wish everybody could say that but um i get so much enjoyment out of what we do and what we provide and um and out of our business our together as a family um and so it's just been amazing
0: all right very last question what general advice might you have to uh, contractors not in the group looking at it, and what advice might you have for you know members that are in it? Some things they should do to absolutely get the most out of it.
1: Well, uh, for us to get the most out of it is I said times, I we want to give our customers, we want them to when we when they open the front door, uh, greet them with a smile and have them greet us with a smile. And when we leave, they're still smiling and we're still smiling. And then we can provide that peace of mind that they know we're there for them. If if something didn't work, everything is mechanical, so not every time something will work. But they know that they, if there is a problem, they can give us a call. So to me, it, it's that kind of integrity that, that you give to your customers. We, we we, we stand by our word. We follow up on what we say we do. We provide a level of expertise that they would expect. Yeah. And um, to me, that's, that's the advice. I mean, just have a lot of integrity and, and give your customers peace of mind.
0: Very good. Deb, any final, final words?
1: I would just say
2: embrace the program. Follow it to the letter, provide those warranties, those guarantees. And like my dad said, you know, do it with a smile. Um, Train your people who are on the phones um, to be helpful and courteous. And, um, you know, always just let them know that they are the reason you're in business. They are your priority, whoever it is, whatever their complaint is, whatever their personality is. you know and just follow the program and stand behind everything that you do because that's what it's built for
1: and i i must say we're especially blessed deb has a way of we our customers love deb yeah she's the front door to our business and she represents it well yeah. so we're very fortunate so th- th- that's a great it's a great in to either keep your business where it is or even to grow your business we 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 sometimes have to tell customers they need to find another plumbing contractor because we are so overwhelmed and this is not something we'd like to do but we refer a lot of work because we can't get to it and and part of that is because dev is so good at the at the entry level of when people fall they immediately know we have a level of expertise and that we would provide to them. But, uh, unfortunately, you know, we don't want to grow our company, so we have to take the other route.
0: Yeah. Well, I know Denisha loves you. Our co- your coach, that she goes, you have to- <laughs> yeah. she goes, you have to talk to Deb. She's just the best. And you, I mean, I, I fired, you guys are firing off emails back and forth. And then I emailed you and you were real responsive. So I'll- up with that. I mean it truthfully, you, 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 your dad's right. You you do a great job on the phone and being responsive. Thank and you. Absolutely. And I, and I was going to say, you know, something just to, to summarize, I really admire you guys don't say yes to all the work. There's so many people that will just say, Oh yeah, well, yeah, we'll take it on. We'll take it on. And all of a sudden you're working 90 hours, a hundred hours and Amos, instead of kind of easing into retirement a little bit, there's guys that have heart attacks and all sorts of health issues, you know? But you guys, I really, in this talk with you the last hour, you guys know what you, want, clear parameters around that. And as a result, you've got a great family business, a great family and another generation behind you. It's really remarkable. Absolutely. Well, very, well, absolutely. All right. Well guys, thank you so much for all your time today. I really, really had a blast learning about you and the business. I wish you nothing but continued success and, uh, Maybe next time we're in Orlando, I can convince you to get an expo. So that's my goal.
1: (laughs) There there is a slight possibility.
0: All right. Very good. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your day and uh, take care. Yes, you too. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If so, please like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review. The two seconds you take to leave a review will help other success minded contractors like you find us and hopefully get a little bit better which elevates our entire industry
3: and please join me for future episodes this has been the successful contractor powered by certain support for this podcast comes from goodman there's a good reason why goodman is one of the biggest names in heating cooling and energy efficient home comfort the brand has been around for decades and you'll probably find one of goodman's nationwide distributors in your neighborhood near you and since Goodman products are designed, engineered, and assembled in the USA, you can feel good knowing that one of the best values for high quality HVAC equipment is available where and when you need it. It's no wonder homeowners and local contractors say, Thank goodness for Goodman. Look for and be sure to follow Goodman on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. The Successful Contractor podcast is part of the Certain Path family. CertainPath builds successful home service businesses and has for 23 years. We do it by providing contractors with a proven path to success, professional coaching, software solutions, and a member community of over 1,000 contractors just like you. Doubling your sales with a 20% net profit and an inspiring company culture is all possible. Let us show you the way. With CertainPath, success is made certain. Visit www.mycertainpath.com for more information.